two. All right, I'm ready. Okay, I think you're at good audio levels, so we will go ahead and start because your audio levels are the ones that we always gotta kind of check in on. Welcome to Untitled Van Life Project, the podcast. I am Amy, sitting next to me. What's your name? Caleb. Caleb. Sitting next to me is Caleb. I didn't know if you were going to choose a different name to be called by today or not. No. No. I'll stick with Caleb. Caleb. Okay, cool. Welcome to Untitled Van Life Project, the podcast. This is our van life series where Caleb and I talk about van life. Did you know we live in a van? Full time. Uh, I wasn't asking you. Oh. Or were you answering? Or were you adding to the question? I was adding info. Yes. So I assume if you're listening to this podcast, you know that we live in a van full time. 2006 converted Sprinter van. Yes. Um, Yeah. So in our van life series, that's, I mean, that's what we talk about. We either we're unpacking experiences or um, just talking about the ins and outs of van life. I mean, you know, there's, it spans lots of different directions that each episode could go but it has been a minute um since we put out a new episode things kind of got a little busy i guess (laughs) i don't know sometimes that just happens uh life on the road you blink and then like a month has gone by and you don't know what happened you've just been having to stay like on your toes like moment by moment day by day just trying to take care of like that situation and so yeah i think it got away from us a little bit yeah and i mean it's hard it can be challenging more challenging i think living on a road on the road or in a van to like try and set weekly um like commitments you know mm-hmm. it's for me i i mean at least this far and it's been more challenging to uphold those commitments than it was pre-road life so you were like- you're ba- you're better Babel. You're better able Babel. That should just be better able. Okay. People should come on that. So I was Babel. You're Babel at staying true to recording a podcast every week when we weren't in the van. No, we didn't really. <laughs> we hadn't really kicked it off then. I mean, just not. I mean, the podcast is just like one thing that we tried that we're like committed to. But you know, like just in general, it's. It's more challenging have. on the road to say, okay, yes, every Monday I'm going to come out with this, or every yes. Wednesday I'm going to lead a live yoga session. Like, there's just so many Two other... things that we've been trying to do, right? Or you've been <laughs> yes. trying to do. There's just so many other factors that, like, inhibit the strength of those commitments sometimes. Do you think those are ever excuses? Sometimes. Like, the factors? I think like... sometimes yes, sometimes no. I mean, in van life, like, there are a lot of things that are out of our control. And so I do think a lot of times those commitments to get broken because of things that are out of my control, out of your control. And, like, yes, maybe in certain circumstances we could have, like, manipulated the situation better to meet that commitment. But Mm -hmm. in my mind, that's not using it as an excuse. That's just saying this isn't in flow with what's happening right now and just kind of releasing control and saying i'll try again next week and so that's what we did and then (laughs) when another week passed and we didn't record one and then another week passed and we didn't record one we were like let's try and do one today yeah why do you think that's been something that hasn't i don't that's been like a thing in the last year is like commitments and like how it's kind of weird because like it's been a thing like making commitments or not making commitments or making commitments and not being able to keep them, keep them because of 
unforetold circumstances. Everything, all of it, all of it, like everything, everything all surrounding once. commitment. Like, oh. I just I view it differently now than I used to. Well, does it? How do you view it? How did you used to view commitment? Oh man, I mean, if like you want to talk unbroken, about yes, like sanctity. The only reason I would not make this commitment is completely out of my control. I mean, you know, like I get in a car wreck on like, I mean, I'm talking simple commitments, even just like going to dinner with a friend, you know, being Uh like at the beginning of the week, being like, yeah, we're going to go to dinner Thursday night. And then if that's not the only reason that would not be met on my end is something that was just like, I really had no control over. And how do you view commitments now? Not as intense, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, no commitment is truly a commitment. It can... What? No commitment is truly a commitment. Now, for you. Like, you can... You know, there might be something that will make you not commit. I guess I need to... I'm, like, I think my view of the word is just changing. To where it's not as much a commitment anymore. It's not. <laughs> commitment doesn't mean commitment as it did in the past to you. Now yeah. it's, like, more of a... Yes, It's it, more gray, I guess. Okay. It's not as much set in stone. It's more like written in sand. That can blow away when it's windy. Like and it that, is now. <laughs> and I don't know if that... I, I think that's a perfect storm of the combo of like living on the road and then also like post-COVID life now. Because like everything just changed. Like I feel like everything got so... Everything since then has like been... I don't know. What's it going to... What's the future going to look like? I don't really know. What next... What tomorrow is going to look like? Am I going to have a job? Am I not? You know, there were so many things that we were so, like, stable in that all of a sudden got very ambiguous and gray. So I think it's kind of a perfect storm of those two life events happening. To where commitments no longer mean commitments to you. (laughs) (laughs) Just a different meaning. Different meaning. Okay. I don't know how. Like, <laughs> know. have you like thought about that at all, or like felt uh, how uncommittal we are now? Yeah, Is that what you're saying? Um, I guess. Well, you made a joke about it earlier today about how I've st- tried to start the same workout program. Like, yeah. Um, you said lots, but it's been like twice, where I was kind of like, all right, I'm gonna kind of you know experiment. I was, I'm, I think it's just we're hesitant to make a commitment. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's not like, it's not that we're committing and then failing and making that commitment. It's just that when a time comes where it's like, okay, could we commit to that? Then it's really hard to do it, to like follow, like to follow through. Yes. And so we'll be a little more hesitant being like, no, let's just try. And you know, it's just like a try. It's not like, like you said, we can't do every Monday Mm -hmm. or every Wednesday I'm going to do live yoga because yeah, though our week to week. Like, Mondays aren't always Mondays. Mondays yeah. are rarely Mondays. Saturdays are rarely Saturdays. When, we, when we're when parked out just in the mountains um, and we're just going to be settled for a few days, the days kind of, it just, there's just morning, midday, evening, and night, you know? It's, it's like there's not a structure to the week. So, like, we'll do something, we'll work all day on a Saturday, mm-hmm. technically, and then we'll, like, go on a hike on a Monday or something. You know, mm-hmm. there's there's no, like, rhythm to that. So, yes, it's hard to make a commitment not knowing that week to week what the days are going to be like. And though, like, the podcast is, like, tied to a weekly schedule, like, we want it to, we want to get one out every Monday. Mm-hmm. It's just hard to commit to that. It is. It oh, is. I, I mean, I think, too, like, I'm realizing my, like, my like time and energy and how valuable they are 
And I think in the van, a lot of my time and energy goes more to just like living than it used to, because obviously we've like stripped ourselves of a lot of inconvenience or a lot of conveniences. Mm -hmm. So things that normally all of our lives haven't taken as long now take longer um, and more energy, maybe more work, like physical work, like grinding the coffee beans by hand. Okay, that was a choice. <laughs> one that we choose to do and that now you are into. I am into, I know. Like, it's... oh, how van life has changed you. <laughs> but, yeah, I think I'm starting to realize, like, all those things are tiring. And, like, if I don't have the time and energy to record a podcast at the end of the day, like, I don't know, you kind of have to start prioritizing things a lot. Yes. Of and like, you just got to, like, on my on my case, especially with getting in a, like, workout rhythm, uh -huh. which I have not been able to do in, like, a year plus uh -huh. of living in the van. It's just, I think it's what you're saying. Like, I give a lot of the energy that was, like, kind of saved up for, like, an, a workout session back when we were in a house or, like, in a stable environment a lot of that energy now is just like divided up through the day and doing mm -hmm. more stuff like in making living out here work mm -hmm. on a day-to-day -day basis. Mm -hmm. Whether it's some days it doesn't involve a whole lot of manual labor on a, on, and then some other days it does. I just think it's a much more of like a, I don't want to say mental hurdle, but like you got to like get up and, you know, walk up some staircases mentally to make yeah. it work every day. And so I felt like my energy where I used to conserve it and be able to give it to like a workout session. Now, like when it comes time to where I have a like moment where I can do that, I just like don't want to do it. I'd rather rest and conserve it for the rest of the life. That's my excuse. Well, that's why I'm not working out. I don't think that's an excuse. I Get think, my winter body up here. I think, <laughs> I think that's, I think that's prioritizing, you know, like at mm -hmm. the time where you could, you say, Hmm. I don't have the energy for this. Like I already used it all up on these chores and like, that's what I need. Like that's what I needed to do at the time. And <coughs> I'm okay with that. Or you do have the energy, but you're just not feel. you'd rather expend that energy somewhere else. Yes, that is it. I would rather save it. And I know it's going to have to be expended, expound, uh -huh. expent. What is the word? <laughs> Expended somewhere else mm -hmm. uh, throughout the course of the day. Mm -hmm. Whether that's just, making food like the cooking process or like traveling or like finding time like i feel like i give um a lot of my extra energy into just like finding a time to like actually get work done like on the computer like that yeah. takes a i really have to like protect that area so i can like stay maintain some mental creative power mm -hmm. and so far it feels like mentally like it's hard for me to commit to a workout program because I know that might take away too much energy from me doing the things I've been doing. Okay. I, hear I have you. no idea where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Van Life Stories. <laughs> Let's uh, change direction. Oh, okay. Do you have more questions I, I on did. commitments? Well, I had another question, not on commitment, but just like prioritizing energy and how you feel like that's changed uh -huh. or like what, what are your priorities when it comes to your energy and your time now? Um, as of right now in this season, a lot of it on a day-to-day -day basis is like stored up to give to work projects. Yeah. Editing, creative editing, and shooting, which has pretty much been our last few months. 
Um, and definitely busiest. Like, this is the most we've worked in the van since we moved in. Oh, for Obviously, sure. Obviously, because COVID yeah. was a priority, a main player in the 2020 stage. Uh-huh. Um, and, and the beginning still, of 2021. And, I mean, and it's still, it's still a main player, but things have... Someone said the other day, I was like, is COVID's over, question mark, or not? Even uh-huh. though I know it's not. He's like, no, but we've just all, like, injected it into our normal sea now. Like, that. that is, like, it's not Literally over. Literally and non-literally. And non-literally, <laughs> yes. No pun intended. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was. I was pretty, I liked that pun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe it was a pun intended, but yeah. I guess. But, um, so, yeah, a lot of that goes to, to that, especially during this period. Um, and I think I had a lot of that stored up from last year where we didn't have a whole lot of work projects to give my, like, mental mm-hmm. creative power to. And so I felt very refreshed. I haven't felt, like, burned out or anything um, from it. But it still takes a lot of, like, a lot of mental energy and physical energy mm-hmm. to, like, make sure I'm getting not just, like, a few hours where I can just sit down at the computer and edit, but, like a few hours on top of that where I can like be mentally prepared and like mentally sharp to when I get down and finally have time to set up my computer, I'm like in the zone to edit so and then in the zone to create. So then what are things that get you mentally sharp to do that? <sighs> Being out in nature. Uh-huh. I don't know. Living in the van, I think is a, is a big one. Um, not working out right now. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> not doing something. I was trying to make hiking kind of like my exercise, but now it's getting so cold <laughs> in Colorado that we can't hike. And so, yeah, I think just staying mentally aware of that, like every day of like, I want to make sure I have some energy like that. I also think another one is coffee. I've been drinking a really? lot coffee of coffee. Really? Coffee helps with your energy? Yes, it I... does. We should tell someone. We should. (laughs) You should start drinking coffee, everyone. And yes, but I've been drinking more coffee. Yeah, yeah, you have. (laughs) If that counts, because yes, it does help me get into a state where my mentality is alert. And I've like, it goes to a lot of other things in the van, you know, just making the life work. So was that it? Was that- what, what else? <laughs> oh, and right? also right? just having like a period of like unwinding at night, whatever that means. Um, I think over the course of a week, yeah, just like having a few nights where we can just like have a very routine wind down into the evening where we're not traveling. We're not having to like park at loves or anything. Mm-hmm. You know, we have a like being able to like maintain some pace with that is nice. Mm-hmm. I think that. What's your favorite Keeps like me rejuvenated. evening wind down? Like, what are some evening wind downs? What are some evening wind downs? Yeah, mm, I like playing guitar uh-huh. in the evening. Um, happy hour. Mm-hmm. We do tend to have a happy hour in the van, like every night. I think that's night. the one we were talking about commitment earlier. I think that's the one thing we've stayed the most committed to. <laughs> I mean, what do you know? Dinner starts arriving, and it's like you know what. You know what sounds great? A drink and some, like, chips and salsa. Some, like, little <laughs> snacks. And suddenly it's like, oh, every day that is what happens. I mean, it's 5 o'clock somewhere every day. Mm-hmm. Not it's that... a thing that all people deal with. Yeah. So... That all people deal with. <laughs> <laughs> that desire. Yeah. Uh, longing. Playing the Switch is a great wind down. I think that keeps me fresh mentally a lot of times when I'm getting to editing projects. Caleb, that is so cool. Like, I don't know if you understand, like, the impact of what you just said, that playing the Switch helps keep you sharp for your editing, creative editing projects, because, Mm -hmm. like, that's such a special balance that you have found. Like, 
I think the majority of humans would really slip down the video game slope uh-huh. and stay in that pit and like never come out. Of what? The pit of what? The video games. Oh. Stay in that virtual world. And never Nothing come wrong out. with that. And I know, I agree <laughs> with that, but like you just said it was a tool that helps you with your creative editing and shooting process, which I think like being able to like break that wall and combine those two things is different. Yeah. I mean, I think Rare. it's been a realization over the last uh, just lifetime. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't think I've ever heard you say that. I definitely, I mean, if you know, if anyone listening knows Caleb, if you hang out with him, obviously. Do you know me? You know he That's plays. That's private. That's video... just between me and my belly. Close. <laughs> video games are a big um, part of your interests, and they have been for pretty much your whole life. Um, and, I mean, you know, we've talked about, you and I have talked about, and I've heard you say this to other people, of course, video games can get bad reps, and, like, of course, just like anything, you can abuse it and use it or play it too much, and it, like, is not adding anything beneficial to your life. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and I've heard, so I've heard you make that, and I've heard you make the argument a lot of how, you know, video games are, like, a beautiful storytelling art. Like, I've heard you say things like that before, and, like, I've heard some little inspirations from video games. Mm-hmm. Like, you get inspired by them, and, yeah, you love the stories and the world and the people you get to play and, you know, all these things. But I've never heard you connect it with your work until now. Yeah, I think maybe it's just <clears throat> since we've been in the van, but, I like, being able to maintain some of these games I've played. <laughs> it feels weird. But, I mean, people like to relax. People watch TV shows. I would much more rather play a video game than, like, watch a TV show. I'm going to remember that. Or watch a movie. You know this. No, I don't... It's why it takes us years to get through one TV show, and we've only watched, like, five in our life all the way through. Five in our life. And four of those have been Breaking Bad. <laughs> again and again and again. But I'm just, like, when it comes down to how I just kind of want to unwind, but, like, still stay... I don't know, mentally sharp, but like mentally creative and like in like engaged in a story. You're not just zoned out. Yeah, I'm not just zoned. Like video games keep me. They give me those really in depth stories, and then I get to like. I mean, the ones I play are like extremely interactive. Mm-hmm. Not only in the sense where I'm like you know controlling and like being a player, a character in a world, but like I am like changing the story based on my actions and yes. stuff and like you know i'm i'm very it's a very engaging interactive experience mm-hmm. um and yeah i think it, i feel like it keeps me mentally sharp whether it's just the stories or whether it's just the engagement in like the video games it does it's weird talking about video games like this because they do get a bad rap why is it weird talking about it like this you know, I, it just, I it, think people need to hear this like i agree well i even have it on my business website as part of my about me, like it just like it, it comes up a lot. I guess I'm just a we're gamers. Yes, <laughs> but like I don't know. I really love how you describe it and how you your intentions with playing video games are. I think they're. I mean, I think the way you view them and utilize them, and I think that is true about like pretty much in any kind of media. Like I think you could mm-hmm. say the same about. I don't feel like, for some reason, of course, like, books don't really get a hard rep. Everyone's like, oh, if you're reading a book, that's a great way to spend your time. Yes. But if you're watching, like, if you watch, if you binge watch six episodes of Breaking Bad in one day, for some reason, you have this feeling of, like, 
I was lazy or I was... I mean, it can be good. Like, yeah. I, the shows I've watched can be, like, that mental stimulation, too. Yes. Like, Breaking Bad is very good. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very good show. and yes. But I just think, yeah, with my over the course of time, my media desire has fallen more in the realm of, like, video game outlets. Because you're... Where I can engage and control and, like, give my little, you know, sprinkle my salt into the game. I'm not just, like watching i'm breaking the fourth wall i'm like stepping through a portal yeah. into the game and like you're not just taking on you're an active participant at I'm that an active part- yes rpgs role-playing games what was that wasn't there like a netflix show that you got to like choose your um choose the way you watch the show you know like it was kind yes. of interactive and like they tried to do that like it was kind of interactive yeah, there in was a way. show like that it was like a horror show i think back in the day that everyone freaked out about on netflix and we never got into so yeah every, so pretty much every show on netflix <laughs> though you did see the tiger king and i did not watch the tiger king i did so. watch tiger king but you basically know what happened because this is something you also do very very well if i'm watching a show <laughs> and you are not so like i'll have headphones in or something somehow you are you just look over just enough times and just at the right times to pick up on the plot to know all the things without hearing any audio and literally just watching like 1.5 second clips every 20 minutes i don't understand i mean <laughs> the shows that i watch are complicated okay you shouldn't be able to just pick up on them that easily you know what? i was just gonna remain silent i have anything <laughs> I, could tell. I could tell i was like basically the shows that I do that too are just like endless love triangles the bachelor <laughs> <laughs> you know uh they're, yes. they're pretty easy to follow okay. it's either they're together or they're not or they're upset with each other which means that they're probably not together oh no <laughs> and then they might get back together or get with someone else but you know that like the potential realm of outcomes is limited so <laughs> it's not hard to look over and see oh hey they're kissing they're probably together <laughs> yes okay so all the bachelor shows, basically. <laughs> but winter's on the way. Winter is coming. So, what games are you looking forward to playing this winter? With winter wow. coming, we will be in the van more, obviously, because it's colder. Even though we'll be in hopefully warm areas, but still chilly and darker for longer. So that well, I feel puts like us it's in the already van. Started the last few weeks. Oh, I mean, it's that's not we are on the road winter is here if you're out here in the mountains of colorado winter fall is long gone ah, okay not long did you gone. see the beautiful fall trees we drove through today to it's, get here it is a, that is that little patch is an anomaly <laughs> i'm telling you the rest of the mountain trees are bare but like denver's just now getting those colors and so is probably other places yeah. in the world but up here in the mountains fall has, it lasts like two weeks fall maybe. has fell it fell <laughs> fall fell and winter is arriving. So what games are you looking forward to playing this winter, like getting into? The Witcher 3, which I've already played, but I just started a new game mm-hmm. uh, the last few weeks. Is that like going to be your main one and then reassess after that one's done? Sure. <laughs> no, plan. Had, no plan. No plan. No plan. <laughs> haven't got to it that far. i just okay. taking it a moment at a time. What are you looking forward to? In winter? Yes. Hmm. I mean, I'm excited to go back to Arizona again. That's our plan. It's funny because this time last year, or I guess not even this time, I just feel like last year in general, it could have been the middle of the summer, could be like one day after we'd been living in the van, people's 
first question or second question was always, what are you going to go for winter? Like, I feel like we were getting asked that. Last year? Yes. I yes. mean, like, in the sp- in the summer, like, we're like, where are you going to go for winter? And we always just said Arizona. We had, like, no... But we had never even been to Arizona I mean, in the van. You, we were just like... Yeah. We hadn't been to Arizona in the van. I had been to the Grand Canyon, like, a long time ago. You had been to Arizona twice at that point. For like photography workshops, but still, like we did not know Arizona well at all. <laughs> we did not. No, we did not know Arizona. Even my two little encounters were like very, you know, limited, minuscule. A very foreign state to us. Um, but for some, we just kept saying Arizona, Arizona. I mean, logistically, that made the most sense in our area. That's the warmest. Um, Florida, I think, would be the next warmest, but that was just it felt too far away. So we just were saying Arizona, and it ended up being like the best decision we made in the first year in the van <laughs> yes stayed out there for like half a year even though i say a lot to say i feel like it made the decision like some something made the decision for us we didn't really have a conversation we just like knew i don't know that was just the answer that came out of both of our mouths when people would ask that question naturally what are you gonna do in the winter and we're like arizona even though we've <laughs> never done it before so it was kind of going out on a limb mm-hmm. but looking at this winter we've been there before and now so, we yes. can be like yes we go to Arizona in the winter. So this winter brings a whole new, like, confidence in saying Arizona and more history, I guess, in saying Arizona. And there's excitement. And there's, like, a different kind of excitement. Because now I we're think. going back we're to Arizona. Back. So we're we're going, going back to the desert. And everyone loves the sequel. <laughs> Santiago returns. Santiago returns to the desert. So I'm excited, yes, like you are saying, to go back. There's all these places, restaurants, bars, um, spots, scenery, sunsets. Sunsets. Like, all these things that I know. It- I mean, there's certain, this is going to sound weird, but there's certain saguaro that oh, I'm looking like, forward to yeah. seeing, like, specific uh-huh. cacti. You want to go back and see? I want to go back and see, yeah. And I know they're How not, is they're going to look. Yeah. Let's reflect. How's your... I haven't seen you since March, bro. What's going on with you? You look like you've grown a centimeter more in a year, which is like Proud all they grow. Proud, Proud of you. you. Keep going. We love to see it. We love to see the saguaro cacti growing. Yeah. It'll take, it'll take like three of our lifetimes. No, I understand that. I understand that. Um, but yeah, it just it feels... It's a different kind of excitement this year. I think that's been a fun thing with like starting to recycle seasons like summer, fall, when like starting to recycle seasons that we've already lived in the van in, it's all these things you get to go back to that are exciting. So now we've lived, I would basically say we've completed two summers in the van. Yes. Yeah. Like I feel like we definitely got a full summer the first year, even though it was beginning of July. Because June, June in the mountains is still, it's kind of like spring, springish. Kind of. Borderline summer some days. But there was still snow on the ground. Not in June. Mm-hmm. There was some shore on the shores of St. Juan Lakes. Oh, I thought that was in, like, May. Could be. <laughs> May or June. It's I late, mean, the mountains still have spring. snow on them in June, for sure. So, yeah. Like, the tops. We've done two summers, which is definitely, like, the prime van season. <laughs> in case you didn't know, summer's the best time to live in a van. <laughs> yes. If you're going to live outside, uh, sunshine and good weather <laughs> is preferable. That's what we learned. I mean, we have a this, lot of yeah, knowledge we that we can share now, and yes. there it is. That's that's the big knowledge drop I have for you. Is... It is a big one. That's like a huge... Like, <laughs> I remember... It's obvious. It's obvious. It's obvious, but you really got to think about it. Like, 
I guess we didn't think about it last year. People were just like, what are you doing for winter? But we could go to Arizona because we had everything else was canceled. So, like, we were just, like, going to go to where it's warm. So we had nowhere else to But be. now we're, like, making plans and, like, plotting out, like, mm-hmm. okay, we're going to give this period to Arizona because we want to be there for warmth and every other purpose. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I... I I think we talked about it in one episode where we were given like tips on van life and it's like, or like life on the road. And yeah, before you get into it, I think it's just like nice to consider, like if you look out the scope of the year, do you want to be living in certain spots during certain seasons? And if not, then you should like start taking that into consideration in terms of like what rig you're going to get and where you're going to be traveling. Mm -hmm. Um, And we kind of had just a blank slate last year when we moved into it. So we didn't have to like fill in, we could just fill in as we went. We didn't have to like pre-plan that. But I think for people now, it'd be like a great, like, oh, you're considering living life on the road? Well, like one, over the scope of a year, where do you think you're going to be? Because yeah, living in on the road in the winter, anywhere north of Arizona is very, can be very brutal. If you don't have like, you know, the people we know that live on the road and like stay in Colorado during the winter are like hooked up to consistent power and heat, heat. Mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah, you probably need that thing, like and those type things, if you're gonna be anywhere else but the desert. Yes, yeah, so we have some friends, and they live in a school bus. And last winter, yeah, they just they stayed up in Steamboat Springs like all winter. They skied, like of course it looked awesome, sounded like a lot of fun, yeah. like if that's your thing. But I do think they were their rig was fit out for that, like you mentioned. I mean, they were at a campground majority of the time so they're constantly up to heat they also have a i mean they have a school bus like a full size so they have a much bigger rig than us so even when they are having to stay inside or wanting to stay inside they have more space they have more space like it's not as we talked about this a lot on the podcast when we're stuck in the van and like it's too cold to go outside it's so it's kind of stuff it feels suffocating at times and like yes i think if you're want to yeah go stay at a ski town for a whole winter season in some sort of rig, I think you are going to want something big. If you're with someone else, you're going to want something big so that you can have that person, personal space, personal space when you need it. Yes. Yes. So all that to say, we don't want to be anywhere snowy in the winter. (laughs) We don't even want to be anywhere chilly. I want to be somewhere warm. But like, it's great (laughs) going into these recycled seasons. I feel like in year two, what phase are we in the van life now? 73. Phase 73 of van life, like, we're getting, we even talked about it today, we're getting just way more conscious about, like, how we're going to plan out our year based on, like, where we want to be. You know, you're asking me what my outlook for 2022 is, where do you think we'll be, and, like, how will we plan our travels for next year? And it's like, well, during the summer, I definitely want to be around Colorado. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it's, like, we're, I think, just going into year two and like being able, yeah, we've lived through every season now. We've, we've like made it work. We figured out multiple ways to work. And so now we can be a little more like crafting and we can like craft our schedule a little better mm-hmm. instead of just letting it fall where it lies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't think we even knew what to craft or what questions to be asking or what we should be thinking about. Or yeah. It's hard to know that. <laughs> the <laughs> That's typically year. the case when you're doing something new. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I didn't know how just different it is, even like parked in Colorado when there's snow on the ground, as opposed to not snow, even if it's like nice weather, but Mm -hmm. it's snowed recently, like 
opening the door every morning and there being a layer of snow on the ground completely changes. Even if it feels great. Even if it feels great. Yeah. yeah it's just the the seasons change a whole lot of things. We're yeah. very impacted by the weather. Yeah. Yeah. In more ways than one. <laughs> like two ways. Uh-huh. Three. Only two. Only two ways, though. Three. Three. No, no, no. What about the... Not, no, not that one. We said we weren't going to talk about that okay, one. Okay, sorry. <laughs> two ways. All that to say, we are recycling into a new season, into winter. You say winter's already here. It has come. I hope you're ready. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Me too. Okay. Well, thank you so much for listening. Bye. Love Bye. You.